Welcome to the Worship Leader Probs Podcast with your hosts, Jeremy and Mr. Probs. Look, worship leading can be one of the most rewarding areas of church ministry. But it can also feel like... I'm a worship leader. And I'm a production guy. And these are our problems. Welcome to episode 52 of the Worship Leader Props Podcast, where we aim to entertain, equip, and encourage worship and tech members all over the world. Sponsored by Messenger Media. Yeah, Messenger Media Systems. They're a full-service design and builder of systems. They're integrators for sound, lighting, multimedia, projection, video production, broadcast, and digital signage. And that makes me tired. (laughs) They're doing all kinds of stuff. Dude, they're they're awesome. Um, We work with them at the Experience Conference. And uh, this year, they would have brought it out. But next year, for the 10th anniversary of the conference... They're bringing out their giant LED wall for stage. Now, you're going, okay, Jeremy, what's giant? I'm 99% certain it's 36 feet wide and 12 feet tall. Come on. Come on, somebody. Dang. So, and uh, they're just, there's some good people. And uh, I know uh, Isaac Varela over there, and he's funny as junk. And so, uh, yeah, Messenger Media, they're good peeps. So check them out. Check them out at messengeravl.com. So what's up, big tasty? Hey, buddy. Gingy. You know, the ginge, the ginge. It's a busy week, busy weekend. You know, it's Saturday morning and we're, uh, we're we're dipping our toes into the world of podcasts. That's right. Okay. Quick question. And make, cause you've got many of us experience and doing this thing at a high level. So this is not sliding into the DMs. This is sliding into Jeremy. I don't know, but. How do you go about protecting your day off? So I have worked four or five Fridays in a row without having a day off. And it's just like, it's all good stuff, you know? And so like last night, Lori and I, we went down uh, for TC3, the, 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 the big rivalry high school football game. They do the big youth event afterwards. And like the, the worship director for the youth ministry has got a band and they had their opening show. And I was like, Oh, you know, I want to go down and I want to just love on these guys. I'm going to do lighting for them. And, uh, so we got home at 2 a.m. <laughs> and I'm just tired. So like, how have you successfully navigated keeping your day off like sacred? Well, I'm not always successful at it. Okay. I can tell you that for sure. Um, because there's so many, like people don't think through, like we have a, uh, you know, we have gotten the same kind of, uh, questions that are like need urgent responses from a member of our staff for like the last three weeks in a row, yeah. always on our day off. And I'm always like, okay, I don't want to sound like a jerk, but there's no way for me to ask this question without sounding like a jerk. So is there not a way to do this on another day? Yeah. Like, you know, Friday's our day off, please. And, and so you kind of have to be, assertive yeah. with it. and you know kind but assertive and yet it's hard it's difficult because you know in the in the roles that you and I are in funerals and weddings and all those things i mean and we're involved yeah not those don't usually happen on monday not a lot of monday weddings no for some reason it's it, sometimes good like we did a big night of worship on a friday night in our context, Friday night makes the most sense. Friday's my day off. Okay. So you're like, I'll try to figure out a time to make it up next week. Well, then the next week we, we opened up for Jordan Feliz and we like took all of our own audio package and stuff. And it was like, okay, we got to get all this together. All right. 
we'll figure it out next week. And then the next week we find out like, Hey guys, uh, I signed us up as a staff and we're going to go do this clay shoot for this nonprofit. And you're like, okay, that's a good thing. And then like this week it was like, I really, you know, I'm still in that like building relationship phase with the, the church and the state. So I was like, mm-hmm. you know, if I just go do this, you know, this is going to be good for relationship down the line. I love these guys and I really want to set them up for success. But now as getting home at two in the morning and getting up at, 830 to you know podcast you i'm i'm cp it's tough man it's really it's really tough yeah and a day off for me is not even going clay shooting with the staff like a day off for me is sitting yeah for a portion of the day sitting in silence like recharge the batteries you can just sit in silence i have to or i will run i'll go crazy really yeah there's a zero percent chance i could just sit in silence (laughs) Now I don't do it for like eight hours, but I need like an hour. Okay. For you know, to just shut it down. Shut it down. <laughs> That's amazing. <laughs> well, dude, you want to go ahead and jump into our first segment of the podcast. Um it, it is really a fan favorite with the worship leader probs nation, and we like to call it prayer concerns. Every week on the Worship Leader Podcast, <laughs> you guys can't see, but Brian's staring at me and I'm staring at him. Just like, I'm going to see how long I can let it go before Brian's like freaking out. He's, and I tried not what to move. What are we mo- doing? Yeah. I tried not to move. So he'd maybe think my computer screen froze up or something. <laughs> I love it. But every week on the Worship Leader Probs Podcast, uh, we read our prayer concerns and what they are, are the, um, sometimes the, the complaints, the, veiled threats sometimes that people will put in our uh, welcome cards or our connection cards, whatever you call it at your church. Uh, and so you guys, the Worship Leader Probs Nation, are always faithful to send these things into us. And so, Brian, what do we got this week? Yeah, keep them coming, fam. Yes. Let's jump right in. Number one, prayer concern number one. I'm 18 years old, and one of the older members of the congregation told me to learn good music, you know, before drums in the 90s. <laughs> So that does bring a question up. Like when, when did drums become more of a staple in the worship mm-hmm. service? That's a great question. So I, I went to my first church in 1993. Okay. And it was a happening place, but they'd never had a drummer before. Really? Yeah. It was piano and organ. Really? No projection. Uh, we printed lyrics in the bulletin. Wow. Choir, piano, and organ. And so I, I was a young 24-year-old, and I introduced uh, drums, and people were not amazed. Interesting. So, yeah. So that's now it probably like in Cal- on the, on the edges, it was probably already a thing back then, but yeah. um, not, not where I am. So I grew, like, I, I started going to church probably in 91, and I kind of remember... I know like by the time 93, 94 hit, we definitely had drums and it was like electronic drum kit, full choir, 40 piece orchestra. I mean, it was, it was the, the big thing, but like for you, cause you grew up in the church, right? I did. Now, now growing up, we had drums, but it was a different, like, um, there was not like, they didn't do rehearsals and stuff like that. Like it was literally like my brother 
my oldest brother, I'm the youngest of five. My oldest brother was the worship pastor at my home church and he, he didn't lead a lot of worship, but he kind of facilitated all the music. And so he would play like a gospel B3 organ. And we had a volunteer lead worship and the guy would walk on stage and, and my brother's name was Bob. He would say, Hey, brother Bob, give me a B flat chord. <laughs> my brother would hit, my brother would hit the B flat chord having no idea where this dude was going. Really? Oh yeah. The guy would start singing. My brother would start filling in and that's what the rest of the band did. And we did that Sunday morning, Sunday night and Thursday night. Well, I gotta be on. Okay. We are on a soapbox, but I gotta get there real quick. So I was driving to work and I got an hour drive to work. And so I was just like, you know what? I need something new. My, my worship playlist is out. So I went back and I listened to the iHeart revelation revolution tour from, um, Hillsong. So they like did this big show. It's like two, it's a double CD, it had like 30 songs on it. And it's all the hits from Hillsong early 2000s, mid 2000s. Right. And I found myself rocking out. Like there's no tracks. You know, it's literally just like heavy guitar driven rock music. The drum parts are, I'm listening to them going, you, you need a good drummer for that. Like not just any guy. Mm-hmm. And there's a part of me that like longed to go back to more complicated music. And cause let's be honest, like contemporary worship, it's cool. There's space, but it's much simpler than things used to be. Um, and I just found myself like, Oh, like, and I, I, lo- I mean, I've dedicated my life to the modern worship service. You know what I mean? I like, I love it. But I think now that I'm 40 and I'm an old man, I start looking back and going, man, I miss me some guitars. <laughs> it is, you know, and part of it is uh, contextual too, because when we came into that, we were coming from very simple, way more simple than we are now. So we came in like Hillsong was mind. Like the well, first time I heard shout to the Lord, I was like, there ain't no way a congregation is going to learn that song. Really? Too many words. Oh yeah. There's so many words. Like we're coming from. And the trees you know, these, of the fields will clap right. their hands. You know, these little short, simple uh, praise choruses or whatever. We're coming out of those and we're jumping into the deep end with like a shout to the Lord or something like that. I was like, there's no way a congregation will ever yeah. sing that. Did you? And now they're singing. So will I. And oh, I know all these songs with way more words than. Yeah. Did you guys ever do Shetty Doll? Shetty Doll, keep the devil. devil. Shetty Doll, keep the devil in the night. Is that Randy Stonehill? I don't know. I, I do remember. I and we brought in because we didn't have a bass player. <laughs> like for our youngies, our youngers listening to this thing, like we didn't have a bass player. So we brought in a tuba. <laughs> <laughs> and this was, and look, look, like first church of God in Fear Beach, Florida back in like the mid 2000s, yeah. like early 90s. like. Dude, it was, I mean, that was a big old church with a giant hundred member choir and all that kind of stuff. And we didn't have a bass player. So we brought in the tuba. Boom, 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 boom. All right. Let's get back into our prayer concerns. Okay. That was a giant, uh, side note. You're welcome. Is this number two? Yeah. (laughs) This is number two. Number two. This week in our monthly worship and prayer night, an older woman grabbed the front of house guy by the shoulder pretty hard and growled. My stomach hurts. You need to turn the bass down. <laughs> and I just want to go, no, you need to stop eating bean burritos before you come. <laughs> Does that make your stomach hurt? Blah, bass? I mean, like, no. Is that a thing? I mean, I've heard of a brown note, but. <laughs> oh, my gosh. <laughs> Moving right along. Number three. 
We would like to hear music from 2005. That's all it says. That's it. Just that one year. 2005. If I was on top of it, I would have looked up some of the hits from 2005. I don't, I didn't though. Oh man. Worship hits in 2005. I wonder what those would be. Okay. Here's the last one. Okay. A little abbreviated prayer concerns today. Okay, this is a conversation that happened on my non-worship-related personal Facebook post after all our service venues announced the very clear process for inquiring about being on the worship team. This is kind of a back and forth. Curious parishioner, I would like to sing on Sundays. Is there a place for me? Me. Hi, so I believe you can check out the hub for more information or send an email inquiry to the worship team email. Thanks. Curious parishioner. Okay, thanks. I've auditioned twice already. <laughs> oh. <laughs> yeah. Oh, all I can pick, all I can picture is uh Simon Cowell, like at American Up. <laughs> yeah, that's still a no for me. <laughs> Dog. See, we never okay, remember when we were talking about auditions and stuff like that with long year? And he said, "We it's not a no. It's a it's a not yet." But I what, like that. But what what happens when not yet becomes a no? Yeah, I, that's a difficult that's a difficult conversation. You know, people are not going to be happy because you're telling them no. Exactly. So there's no. It, I don't know that there's a a fail proof. Yeah. Way to have that conversation. I think you do it in love. Yeah. You speak the truth in love. You know, and that doesn't give you a license to be a jerk. By the way, exactly. You don't walk in there and go, "Hey, if I could put auto tune in you all the time, I would." Exactly. Hey, you stink, but Jesus loves you. Yeah, that's, that's right. Not, that's not going to happen. Let's go. You, go let's well. go help you find your gift that's not quite as cool. <laughs> all right. Well, hey guys, thank you so much for sending in your prayer concerns to the Worship Leader Props Podcast. Uh, if you have any that you would like us to read here on the podcast, all you have to do is go to www.worshipleaderprops.com. Click on the prayer concerns tab, and for in there, there's just a quick little form that you can fill out, and um, man, we would love to read those on the air, and so we'll never use your name, we'll never use your church's name. Um, actually, the form is completely anonymous, uh, so you can feel safe and secure sending that in. Do it. So speaking of safe and secure, there's an online store coming for the Worship Leader Probs Nation. Coming soon, fam. Coming real soon. And your purchases. Coming real soon. And your purchases will be safe and secure. Safe and secure. Awesome. Yeah. Well, dude, you ready to jump into this last portion of the podcast before we get into week two with uh, Lucia Parker? Yep. And we call this portion sliding into the DMs. As the podcast begins to grow, as the Instagram continues to grow to new heights, uh, we get more and more questions week after week after week. And so what we like to do here on the Worship Leader Pros podcast is take some of those questions and answer them live on the air. And so, Brian, what question are we talking about this week? I'm going to be honest with you, folks. We had a uh, we had a little team meeting before we hit record. Hashtag team meeting. And I don't remember what we decided on. <laughs> so I'm so sorry. <laughs> I know it's related to people. Yeah. Oh, um, how do you, Brian... In your context, with your years of golden experience, how do you deal with like people? Well, um, 
Yeah, dealing with people. Here's the deal. If you're young and you're just getting started, I want to tell you something. Oh, if you're going to do this for any length of time, you're going to be dealing with people. And so this is not a math equation. Like you're going to solve the equation and then you're never going to have to do it again. Yeah. This is every, every day. And so that's one of the reasons that led me to start this in the first place. I just needed to get some things off my chest and I felt better. So uh, I would not say starting a meme account is for everybody, um, but you got to find your own system. Okay. You got to find your own system dealing with people. These are God's children. hundred percent. And even though sometimes they may say things or do things that uh, make you want to, you know, do something. Yeah. Do something. Uh, you got to figure out a way to deal with it. So um, I I've, I think I've shared this before on the podcast. When it comes to the weekend, um, I have a kind of a routine that I go through. And one of those things is a prayer time. And involved in that prayer time is, Lord, prepare me for every conversation I will have yeah. this weekend. And I, I don't, I don't always live in perfect submission to that prayer. Oh gosh. Yeah. Um, I'm working on it, but that's, I'm still working on it. So, um, you know, find a system that works for you. Remember that many times when people come to you, they're speaking out of like their own hurt. Yeah. Uh, you know, we've shared that hurting people hurt people. They do. So, um, and you don't know their whole story, just like they don't know your whole story. And so, you know, try to keep that in mind when you're, when you're dealing with people. Now, if it's a member of the team and you're, you're in a more intimate community with them, that probably could be a situation where you pull them aside and say, Hey, I'm seeing this, whatever the behavior is, maybe you're not responding to your planning center requests, or maybe you're showing up late all the time, or you're on your phone during rehearsal constantly, or you're distracted. You're, you're, you're posting questionable things on social media. Um, that's, that's a, that's a different deal. Like if they're on your team, you pull them aside as the leader and you just like, Hey man, I care about you. Love having you on the team. I'm noticing some behaviors. Help me understand what's going on. Um, because you know, your social media presence, it represents the Lord. That's right. Um, it represents you and your family. It represents your your church, it represents our team. Um, and you know, we're leaders, not just when the lights are on and the Ableton tracks are rolling, but we're leaders all the time. And, uh, with that comes some responsibility. Yeah. Oh, absolutely. Like, uh, young guys and girls who are out there and you're getting prepared for all this kind of stuff. Like, here's the deal. If you look at your week as like a pie chart, there's going to be a tiny little sliver that's called Ableton. And I know right now in your training time, you're probably spending hours and hours and hours learning and being ready. But there's just like this little, little, little slice that's Ableton. There's going to be a little slice that's prepping the music, a little slice that's called Planning Center. And, uh, you know, there's going to be a little slice over here that is, uh, you know, rehearsal and a little slice over here that's going to be weekend. But if you look at that whole pie chart, that's going to take up about mm, 12% of your entire pie. The other 88%, just label it people. Absolutely. You are going like it, one of the things as I look back in my preparation to go into ministry, I pre- prepared so much for the technicality of the everything that I didn't take the time to prepare how to learn how to deal with people. And most of what you do is going to be dealing with people. Your worship services don't happen without people. people. And there's, there's very few churches in, in, in the, in the, in the world 
who their entire worship team are made up of staff members. So you've got people who are going to be, um, you know, masons all day and they're coming in and they're painter whites, you know, and they've had a lot of issues at home and there's this, that, and like, it's going to be people, it's going to be people, it's going to be people. And, and, and you're going to have people who are, are, you know, they're not going to be as dedicated to the craft is what you're going to be. And you got to learn how to deal with that. Um, there's going to be people who, um, just no matter what they do, they bring drama with them. You're going to have to learn how to deal with that. There's going to be complainers. There are going to be those that encourage, but most of what you're going to do during the week, I feel like a lot of times as I look back in ministry, like it doesn't matter how good I can compress a vocal if I can't go up and have a relationship with the vocalist first. You know what I mean? Like none of, like the other and that's stuff really is really our that's the main thing. It is the main thing. Is people. It's all about people. So it's good stuff, brother. I I'm I'm this close to dropping a mic right now on your behalf because you killed it, dude. You killed it. No, 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 no. Here's what I I teed it up and you hit it out of the park. Mm, no. we're, that, that's why we're just a dream team. Well, hey guys, we are very excited to get back into our uh our conversation with Lucia Parker. She is a spitfire, and uh this will be part two, and we really hope you enjoy it. Vamanos. Okay, so number five, um, a little more serious. So if we if we could gather like every worship leader along with their bands and their vocal teams and all the production people like from everywhere, we got them in like a big arena and we gave you a microphone. What would you, what would you want to say to that group uh, kind of about what they do in the church? What would you want to, what kind of wisdom would you want to leave with them? Oh, wow. But these, like, I don't, I wouldn't feel like I would, that I could give them wisdom because I'd probably be like, I want to learn from them. Like I'd be like, <laughs> like, please teach me your ways. But I think, I think if I could say anything to a group of people that does do what we do is just like, let's just love one another more. Like I would just encourage mm-hmm. everyone to like come together even more. And I know that, I, I know that there's like this beautiful spirit between, you know, the community, but I would say we got to come together even more because I can see that we have a lot of differences sometimes in the way we think or the way we do things or some, you know, like some churches go way deeper and others are more like structured. And I would just say like, I would just tell everyone, like my wisdom would be, can we be intentional to learn about each other to grow, you know, together and, and not because, Oh, we don't do that. Like I hear a lot of like, oh no, we don't do it like that here, you know, or like, or like, I think there's so much we have to learn from each other. And that's why I love it when, you know, someone opens a space for even us like Latin Americans. And and like, in this case, you guys like inviting me and be like, oh, you want to hear what I have to say as well. You're not like, oh, well, she's different. She's in a different, you know, industry. I I feel like that's, that really touched my heart that you Mm. guys would invite me to to speak to you guys so i think that more of that is what i my wisdom would Mm. be like let's learn more from each other instead of kind of like noticing how we're different or how we wouldn't do things a certain way um i think that and then the other thing that i'm really big on is i would say um let's just not care so much about production i know that here in the states like there's so many resources and i love it like Oh my God, 
all of a sudden we're seeing like laser lights and like things that I would have never even dreamed about having during a worship experience. But I would say my only wisdom would be, may that not be like the most important thing in our, in our meetings, because at the end of the day, people want Jesus and people want an an experience with the presence of God. And all those things are great. But at some point, they don't give me anything, you know, like yeah. more than like, Oh, I'm impressed. This is great, but I need something urgent for my soul. Like I, yeah. Yeah. someone that's lost hope or someone that's going through something could not care less if the lights are extra green this Sunday or not. Like I see a lot of people freaking out if the monitor is all of a sudden, like the screens are too pink and, and the pastor looks too pink. Like at the end of the day, Yes, let's aim for excellence, but I my wisdom would be let let not that consume us. Like mm-hmm. at the yeah. end of the day, we just need to give people Jesus and hope and mm-hmm. sometimes a hug and and mm-hmm. kindness goes way goes a longer way than what a technology thing can impress people. Like yeah. so mm-hmm. those would be my two things. Like let's come together even more. Let's yeah. try to learn from each other. Let's not try to just like, oh, my brand, my brand, my brand, like my songs, my songs, my songs. Like, I love to see when big churches are doing other churches' songs. I love that. Mm-hmm. Like, yeah, um, I love to see, I don't see a lot of like, I love to see churches that like want to know what's happening in other countries and, and want to hear from these people like I would say those two things. Let's come together even more because I think there's a cool vibe right now. Mm-hmm. Like I don't, mm-hmm. I don't see a lot of division like, like I used to. I think we've gone a long way. Like people mm-hmm. love each other and we've come together, but we can learn from each other mm-hmm. even more. Yeah. And yeah. then number two, production. I like. I just. You know, I've been a part of so many like huge Christmas productions and Easter. Oh my God. Easter productions and all these things, conferences, like the opener has to be, oh my God, mind blowing. But at the end of the day, people just need Jesus. People mm-hmm. need, mm-hmm. you know, to be loved. And and that's what I would encourage everyone. Mm-hmm. Like if yeah. we put as much time and effort that we put into the production and the openers and the musicality of things. If we put that same effort into loving people and understanding and caring, like I think the impact would be bigger. Mm. Yeah. Mm-hmm. Those would be um, my two cents, but I would be starstruck and be like, are you sure you need me to tell them something? Man, that's powerful. <laughs> that's a, that's a powerful foundational thing that can get lost sometimes as we're dealing with all the details of, all the things that we're juggling. Um, that's a great foundational, but tell me what, like as you travel and you're going into other countries and what, what are you seeing? What is, what are you seeing God do around the world as you're traveling and ministering? And I honestly see a lot of hunger for the presence of God, like almost like, like it's not easy to find it often so like when there's an event people like oh go crazy and and what i'm seeing is like a lot of people are depending on these events to have this experience um and i think we we've made it like 
only if you come to the next conference or the next big thing, you'll experience it when you have access to that, you know, every single day. That's right. Mm -hmm. In any atmosphere you're in right now, you can literally just like if you're in your office and you desperately need time with God, go lock yourself in the restroom and say a prayer or, Hmm. you know, sometimes like I'm seeing like there's, there's a lot of, um, you know, events outside, like all over the world, they're like huge, like massive stadiums, arenas being filled. And I think um, something that I would like to see more is like little encounters, like mm-hmm. more like people worshiping just anywhere. Um, yeah. I, I love this. Um, Israel Houghton has been like hashtagging worship anywhere. Mm, mm. hashtag worship anywhere and I, mm. i'm kind of like wanting to do some trips like maybe go to puerto rico you know they had that big um hurricane Terrible. yeah yeah in my heart i'm like why can't we go there and just sit like in a in a public park with some guitars and start worshiping mm, and mm. see how many people gather like with mm-hmm. no production with no arena with no like and just see what happens i bet you with no advertisement no Facebook ads and no big deal that people would gather. If people gather around performers, you know, you go to New York city, you go LA and there's people performing and people gather around really quickly. Right. Yeah. Hmm. I feel like I don't see a lot of that happening right now. Yeah. Um, But I do see a lot of big events and big things Mm -hmm. and that's Mm -hmm. great. And people really like are desperate for it outside of the U.S. because they don't get, like over here, we get that every Sunday. You go exactly. to church mm-hmm. and it's mm-hmm. already like an experience with lights. And and over there, you don't get that every yeah. Sunday. You, you have to go to an event to see that type of production. But I don't know, maybe that wasn't the question, but no, I see good. a lot of big good. events. But what I would like to be a part of is maybe take worship to a more raw, organic environment and just worship anywhere and then just you know go to a little town and go to a little uh courtyard and at a mall or anywhere and and just do it without what i'm saying is without the the flashy flashy and it happens i think people would because what i'm saying is people are needing more experiences without having to like you know go to an event Hmm. it's it's interesting i feel like some of that comes as your your own personal relationship with Jesus Christ goes deeper. Mm-hmm. Like I have found in, in probably the last five years of my journey, my most profound experiences with the Lord have been on a treadmill in the back of a gym. Yes, as I've as I've been praying and the right sunk and I'll set like yeah. the, the, the true story. Like I had hurt my back pretty bad three years ago, and I was doing major physical therapy, and so uh, I was just. I had come through uh, the the rough part of like the stretching and the exercise and I was dying. And he's like, all right, 20 minutes on the treadmill. And I was like, oh my gosh. And so I'm on this treadmill and I'm walking, you know, and elevations um, here again comes on hmm. and I'm just kind of like, you know, jamming and all of a sudden it gets to that bridge. Not for a moment. Have you forsaken uh. me? The Lord is in this place. No lie. I'm standing in the back of this gym that like NFL players work out in. I've got both hands in the air. My eyes are closed and I'm crying. Because I just felt the Lord's presence in that. But I got to be honest, like it took me a little while to be able to get there as I began to understand and go deeper and deeper and deeper in my relationship that like you don't 
need all of that. You mm-hmm. know what I mean? Mm-hmm. Like, um, and so, I mean, I think that's, uh, it's, it's something we've got to figure out, I think, as, as a church these days. How do we, uh, cause I, I'm personally walking through that. We talked about this last week, like using visuals in the church mm-hmm. to engage one of the senses that the Lord has given us, um, to be able to, to worship him with. And like the church I've walked into has a lot of production, but how do I use this a tastefully and how do I use it in such a way that it's not, not, I don't want people walking away going, I remember those lights. They were cool. I want them to walk away and go, I experienced Jesus Christ this weekend. Mm-hmm. Mm-hmm. So like trying to walk that line of like, some of that does help people to, to come into with the worship of the Lord. But like, you can also take it to a point where it's like, that's all that people are saying. And they're just sitting back watching the show, you know? And so like, how do you walk that line of um, using something like to be like sesame seeds on the bun? Mm-hmm. Like it doesn't, mm-hmm. it doesn't make or break your burger, but just something about those sesame seeds makes it yeah. a little nicer. Mm-hmm. You know what I mean? So that's wow. good. I'm that's oh, wow, great. Wow. Thanks for sharing that. Well, Lucia, you've got new, a new single. Yes. Yes. And pronounce it. Dios de milagros. God of miracles. Dios Amen. de milagros. So, it, it, it's incredible because I'm in a season of like I'm writing songs uh, and I'm pursuing to have like brand new songs for my record. Um, but again, the dude I fell in love with comes one day, this guy, uh, we're in the kitchen and he goes, have you heard God of Miracles? And I'm like, have I heard it? Like, yeah, I've led it like a thousand times. It's like the song, like mm-hmm. everybody loves it. Of course I've heard it. And he's like, no, 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 but have you heard it? I was like, oh, there he comes with these deep conversations. <laughs> and and we literally analyzed the lyrics in our kitchen. Oh. And he's like, I think you need to do it in Spanish. I looked in YouTube and there's not really a good translation. And I was like, why me? Like, it'd be great. But like, I'm doing my own thing. Like I'm writing, right? You have me writing for a record. Why would you want me to do a cover? And he's like, because people need to hear that God still does miracles. Yes. And like, wow. and, and it notes. took me, it took me a second that I was being so selfish. Like I want to do my own songs. Like, mm. I don't want to do nobody's songs. Like, you know, yeah, the, my humanity, like I'm always the human person. He's so spiritual. He's so, <laughs> he's perfect. But it took me a second. And then I was like, wait a minute, since when I'm trying to like, you know, make my name famous or like my songs. And I was like, I really have to do this. And and the Mm. more I heard the lyrics, I was like, it's exactly how I'm feeling right now. Mm. Um, I'm believing God for some like supernatural things in my personal life that no one knows about, but it's my daily prayer. And that struggle between like, I believe, but sometimes I doubt and help my unbelief. That whole Mm. thing, like, Mm. it's exactly what I was going through. And I was like, why didn't, why did I resist it? Like we need to go to the studio tomorrow. And we literally like <laughs> did like, we made wow. some calls. That's the cool thing about living in Nashville. It's like, you just make some calls, see if the studio is available. There's musicians everywhere. We went to the studio and recorded it. And, and honestly, like I'm so, I'm so happy we did because, um, you know, people want to worship in their own language as well. And, mm-hmm. and I feel like the Spanish translation was like turned out really great. Mm. We did this lyric video that I really like. It's in YouTube. 
um, if you guys want to practice your Spanish, you can <laughs> like hear the song and then read the words. It, so I'm really excited. I'm promoting it. You know, like it, it's, it's like, it doesn't matter. It's not my song. It's Chris's song, but it's kingdom song. And that's Amen. what we're here to do to expand mm. the kingdom, not like our brand. Mm. And, and I'm super pumped about it. Like I couldn't be more excited that that was the song that I just released because I feel like it just, it's just so powerful. And then mm. like the bridge, like, you know, this world is shaking. Oh. <sighs> and then like my heart is breaking, but I'm not broken yet. Like mm. I feel like people need to hear that and just, just get encouraged and have an extra dose of faith. Mm-hmm. And, and that's, you know, that's the business we're in helping Amen. people believe, helping people have hope. So, um, yeah. Well, would, uh, so I'm, I've been actually listening to God of Miracles a lot. Like, um, our, our listeners know, but my wife and I are trying to adopt a child and we have not been able to have children. We've had a long bumpy road, uh, that we don't necessarily need to go into today. And so, um, like our adoption book is being shown to an expectant mom today. And so we knew that today was coming. So I've been like, cause like for us, this is going to be a miracle, mm-hmm. you know? And so then to hear you're doing like, and I'm like, gosh, cause I don't know, like, for me, you know, not being Spanish speaking, you ever been in a service BT and all of a sudden maybe so they'll come out with a course in another language and I don't know what it is about it, but it almost shoves you to your knees. Yes, it does. Amen. Wow. So you know what yeah. it is? You know what it is? It's like when, when you lose one of your senses, the others mm. become stronger. Exactly. So like most likely blind people have really great, what do you call it? Um, smell, smell yeah. or Hearing vice versa. Or, yeah. Yeah. That's what happens when you can't understand the words, but your spirit just turns oh, so much it, more sensitive to what you're hearing. Oh, yeah. That's what happens when you hear in another language. And I think churches should do that more, to be honest. Like, I love doing it. First, I was like, you really want me to sing in Spanish here? Like, I don't see anybody <laughs> Spanish speaking. Like, before, I was, like, embarrassed to do it. And now I'm like, no, we should do it because mm. just a little Jesus you know, oh, you know, mm, mm. you know, <laughs> so pastors, if you're listening, just incorporate a little bit of Spanish, a little bit yeah, of something man. else. Like it, it really makes an impact, um, spiritually. Like, I feel like even if you don't understand the language, mm, your spirit understands. Okay. So, uh, they need to follow you on Instagram, Twitter, yes! Facebook, Please. And your, your music, um, I think you've got a link in your Instagram that says everywhere they can find it, right? Yes, there's a link right now on my Instagram, which is at Lucia Parker, L-U-C-I-A Parker, like Peter, like Spider-Man, we're cousins. Um, <laughs> <laughs> and there's a link there to my Spotify, to my YouTube channel, but everywhere you'll find me just at Lucia Parker on Twitter. On awesome. Facebook, Lucia Parker Music, but yeah, I, I would love to interact and chat and talk. Like I feel like there's so much power when we connect, and you know, it's not just to like show, but it's kind of like to have community, and that's what I love about that's what I love about you guys. Like I feel like I can tag my friends, and and like because we get everything you guys are posting is like yeah, they get us. So <laughs> yeah, well, I, I love that community that we can, you know, laugh together. And, and I love that. Every time you guys are like tag someone, I have so many people to tag that <laughs> will relate oh, to that. 
Well, you have been so supportive and thank you. Thank you so much for tagging and sharing and all the stuff that you're doing. Uh, we are super grateful and we're super grateful that you would take the time to talk today for sure. Oh, no. Thank you guys so much. I'm so honored to just get to know you more. And I think we got to come up with some Spanish memes, too. We'll come up with it like a bilingual. Yes. Something. Yes. Send, send yes. it to me and I'll like, vamos. Okay. All right. <laughs> I'm a big fan of Lucia. She's super cool, man. Yeah. And super authentic. Um, You know, and we shared after, like, if you're American, you live in North America, you kind of think the whole world revolves around you. And it is so refreshing to get a perspective of somebody who has a bigger sampling, you know, places around the world where God is working in powerful ways and he's working in services that look different than mine. Yeah. What would you do if somebody after leading a, uh, a Tabor Ministries event and they came up and, and they're just they're so thankful, so thankful, and they handed you a shampoo bottle for payment? It's happened. <laughs> it's happened. It's absolutely happened. Okay. Well, then never mind. Yeah. <laughs> awesome. Hey, remember remember our sliding into the DMs? It's dealing with people. Yep. Absolutely. Well, hey, guys, thank you so much for listening to episode 52 of the podcast. If you would do us a couple of favors, uh, would you like and review the podcast wherever you're listening to it? Um, those are huge in the algorithms. And so uh, we're just always thankful for the over 300 of you at this point that have done that for us. And so if you could keep doing that, that would be awesome. Also, check out our website, www.worshipleaderprobs.com. Uh, many things you can do there. You can uh, go through and see all the memes in one place at one time. Super awesome. Um, you can go back and listen to episodes of the podcast there. Uh, very soon there'll be an online store you can uh, give us your prayer concerns through there and you can even submit your MVPs and so we're just super thankful for you guys the Worship Leader Probs Nation and until next time see ya deuces Bye.